Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, everybody, welcome back to Zero Dark Nerdy, the world's most notorious pop culture podcast brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, as well as betonline.ag for all your sports betting needs out there. This is your boy, Brian, a.k.a. El Nino. And today, being that it's the day after the Oscars, we figured it was just right to go ahead and air or at least record our fifth annual. That's right. We're coming up on our fifth year at Zero Dark Nerdy. And, you know, one that's been here from day one. Sarah, you've been here pretty much since the inception as well, but we'll get to that a little <laughs> bit. Our Zero Dark Nerdy Pop Culture Awards, where we give it out to you, the fans, to vote on everything from best new show, best returning series, best album, most underrated movie of the year, best popcorn flick, worst movie of the year, wild card TV show of the year, rising star of the year, video game of the year, and then the newest category, most anticipated movie of 2023. So again, this is your Brian, a.k.a. El Nino, and today I am joined with... Oh, I'm Sarah. Sarah is loading. (laughs) Thanks for having me on. (laughs) Sarah, thank you so much for coming back. And we also have today uh, Ryan Saba, Captain Cleveland. That's it. I'm, I'm, I, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to start shortening it up. You know, Ryan Saba, Captain Cleveland, at Mister Saba too. There you go. All right. So, you know, not only are we going to run down the categories again, we want to thank each and every one of you for being on this incredibly crazy and wild journey with us from the beginning days at Press Play Studios. Big to, uh, you know, here we are now doing Zoom and everything else. And Sarah, you know, you've been blowing up. Before we even get into the show, I want to learn a little bit more just, you know, and for our fans out there that may be first-time listeners, you know, just tell them a little bit about your Instagram, the cosplays, conventions, everything else, and, you know, just fill them in on what's been going on with you and, you know, just the last few months in the last year. Oh, gosh. Um, What has (laughs) been going on this past year? Um, I'll start with the easy thing. So um, like I said, I am Sarah. I go by Sarah is loading on all the socials. Um, I have been a nerd my whole life. I think that just sums it up best. Um, I think we met when I was first really getting into cosplay. Before Mm -hmm. that, I was on Twitch. And then... um, I wore, made a costume for a stream celebration, and then I just didn't stop making costumes. So now I predominantly um, spend my nerdy energy on cosplay, um, travel to a lot of different conventions. Um, I've been to San Diego. I do New York every year. I went to Dragon Con for the first time this past year. Um, and, you know, all the Philly, D.C. area cons that I can get to. So, yeah, that's kind of... Really, like last year, I went to, I would say that's the main thing I did was I went to a lot of conventions and I went to some new ones and um, yeah, it was, it was a good way to spend my time. I highly recommend it. Okay. Well, we'll definitely get into some <laughs> of your favorites from last year. I know we were trying to link up during New York Comic Con last year, but I swear it just gets more busier and more packed ever since the pandemic. Oh so. yeah. If we do a best, we're going to have to do a worse. There's a con that I would love to roast. Oh, if you'll love allow it. it. Love <laughs> it. Bring it on. As always, thank you for listening to Zero Dark Nerdy. We're going to take just a quick little timeout for a sponsor break, and we will continue with this episode momentarily. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. 
Find all of the latest odds, news, and sports developments for the NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball, fights, and NFL futures. BetOnline is your continued source for all sports wagering needs, including live betting and the fan-favorite Vegas Casino and Poker Games. It's really easy to get started. Head to the website or use our mobile device to sign up and use our, and use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. So uh, our first category of the day is best new show of 2022. So this one actually a few a few of these categories came down and there were there was a few ties out there. So coming in, I guess you would say a fourth place. Didn't we? Don't we usually break the ties? Isn't that how this works? Oh, we can. We totally if there, can. didn't we do that, that one year? If if like there was a tie, we would kind of say what we thought was. Oh, the right I'd love one. to do that. Let's I think, yeah. I think we did that. I think we did that one year. There's a tie. Good. So, yeah. All right. So we'll just say what came in fourth place per se was Peacemaker on HBO Max DC. Loved it. Loved the show. So this, these are the two that tied for second place. So I guess you can say second and third place. But Moon Knight, She-Hulk, 15% of the, vo- of the votes went their way. Peacemaker got 12.5. The number one new show of last year. I don't think this is a surprise to anybody. House of the Dragon, 30% of the votes out there. Yeah. I agree with that. I haven't yeah. seen it. <laughs> Wait, what? Not yet. I mean, it's it's on my list. You know, I got a running list on my phone, but I haven't seen it yet. Who skips over number one on the list? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, I, I I haven't seen She Hulk either. Uh, me neither. But I, I, but, I, <laughs> but I watched Moon Knight, loved it, and I watched Peacemaker, and I loved that. But uh, I'll get to it. You know, it's funny. I was scrolling last night, and I was like, man, I gotta watch this. I gotta watch this House of Dragons, but you know a lot of people loved it, so I'm, I'm pumped. And we're starting to see kind of tidbits and rumors for the next season about what's gonna happen. So that's usually about the time where, where you jump in. I am not a episodic guy anymore. Like I need to watch it straight through. So now we're there, and I need to do that. So I will. But I just full disclosure, I gotta tell the truth. The fans expect that. I'm, I'm not gonna lie and pretend I've seen it. I haven't. Yeah. I mean, I think that was the most anticipated show of last year, period. And, uh, you know, for me, it met expectations. Obviously, we want more. We always want more as fans. Like, we get spoiled because there's so much content out there. So much. And we've already had, let's just say, six out of eight great seasons of Game of Thrones. And, uh, you know, we're just looking for, the, you know, the, a little bit of the prequel out there. Any write-ins? Um, I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. You know, Moon Knight number two, I can definitely see that. Uh, love Oscar Isaac. I think he absolutely crushed that role. Uh, She-Hulk to me would have been a little bit further down the list. If, if anything, I would have gone House of Dragon, Moon Knight, Peacemaker. That's that's just my opinion right there. Sarah, yeah. as far as like this, these top three, what what are your thoughts? I think you two covered it pretty well. My like thoughts on this was that I was really surprised that Obi-Wan Kenobi didn't get just like a little bit more yeah. love. Like I wouldn't even put it in the top three or four. Like I think right. your ranking is spot on, but like, I'm not going to say it was great, but it got like no love like at None. all. And None. I thought it like, I enjoyed it. Like it I good. would 
definitely rewatch it more than, all the, the, all than the, the other shows on here. All the Star Wars stuff is, I mean, I talk about it all the time. I think, I think what they're doing with that Star Wars stuff is just, it's all really good. So going on to the favorite returning series of 2022. Again, we got another tie here. So coming in, at, I guess you would say a fourth place is The Witcher season two with 7.5% of the votes. And then coming in tied for, I guess you would say second and third Two, I mean, two great shows. You know what I mean? One's one's comic book rated R like hell. And the other one is is probably Jason Bateman's best work. Ozark season four and the boys season three both got 17.5% uh, of the votes. And then coming in at number one at 27.5, Stranger Things season four. So, Sarah, what are, you, what are your thoughts on, on the have, recurring series here? I have a lot of feelings on this. Yeah. Okay, so, so we get to break ties. So between the boys and Ozark, clearly the boys. Like, okay. Yeah, okay. I it's just amazing. And there's no yeah. other shows like it. it yeah. I don't know. It's by season three, you a lot of shows do fall off by then, but I was like just as entertained as season two, season one. I'm excited for season four. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um are you a fan of uh Jensen Eccles as Soldier Boy? Oh yeah, so He's much. So good. So <laughs> we'll just, we'll just <laughs> um moving on. Um, <laughs> Witcher, I think this could have been higher. Um, I'm sad there's no more Witcher after this. It was great. I wanted more. Um that's all I have to say about that. The Queen's Gambit was really good. And like, did it come out at the beginning of 2022? Because like, I think that I think it was, came out at the end of 21. Yeah, I actually. think it was the end of 2021. Uh, and that was just okay. the one and done. So that's why I wasn't on this category. But you're missing the number one best returning show of 2022, which was Attack on Titan. Ah, <laughs> there you go. There you go. For all our anime fans out there, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, the rumbling literally started in yeah. 2022. Come on. I knew I knew you were gonna throw some anime <laughs> on there. I know. We we like I said, I have to fix this to where we get more than, than <laughs> well, that's why I'm here, you know, to make sure that's the right. anime community that's is right. represented. <laughs> in in terms of write-ins, there was a lot of write-ins, and this is for a lot of our North Carolina fans down here. Uh, you know, we are down here in the country. A lot of write-ins for Yellowstone. A lot of people mm-hmm. love the hell out of that show. So that was that was the majority of the write-ins for that. Then we had one for White Lotus season two. I have seen Yellowstone. So I'm 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 all caught up on Yellowstone. I, I am not. So that's one I want to get done, just like Breaking Bad. Well, and then- I live I live with a female from North Carolina <laughs> who wants me to be ripped, but it's never gonna happen. <laughs> You're ripped in my heart, buddy. (laughs) So before we get to the music round, uh, Sarah, you were going to talk about some of your favorite and least favorite conventions from last year. You know, give give us a little drop down of not just that, but what people should be looking forward, like forward to in this year as well. Mm, Okay. So um, I'm not going to list all the conventions I went (laughs) to because that would just be long and boring, but some of the, um, Bigger ones I went to, I went to New York Comic Con, San Diego Comic Con, Katsu Con, Dragon Con, um, and a bunch of other ones. But I think those would be the main ones that people would know of who are listening to this. And out of those, I would say, I think my personal favorite, it's hard. I wish I could tie San Diego. Um, 
Dragon Con and KatsuCon, but that wouldn't really be fair. Um, like I had the best time at KatsuCon because it's more anime focused, but I think Dragon Con is like objectively better like the best where is where is dragon con <laughs> it's in atlanta so it's over okay. labor day weekend and the whole city of atlanta is dragon con basically um is three hotels that are connected i don't know five hotels that are connected it's like wild like i don't think i went outside into the real world um like the whole convention but i didn't feel like i was inside like it's just huge con- like hotels that are all connected and everyone's there um you know, dressed up, doing multiple costume changes. Every fandom's represented. Um, it's like Katsukan, I would say, was maybe like one fifth of Dragon Con, like the anime side of it. But it, like, Dragon Con had all the anime. Like, I saw tons of Attack on Titan, like, people, but then also every other fandom, like video games, comics, you know, movies. Um, I don't know if you know of the 300 cosplayers, but they you know, been kind of like a a famous thing for years. I was so excited to go and see them for the first time. I was like 300 cosplayers. Um, They look great. Fabulous. Like Spartans. Oh yeah. No, they're Spartans. Yeah. Like just ripped, just (laughs) shredded. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Got a fan Sarah down over here. Oh yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I think, yeah, the Spartans definitely put Dragon Con up to, up to number one. (laughs) <laughs> I do recommend it for if you like part like party cons. Um, that is like probably the best there is. That's and- always what I've heard. It's it's a big cosplay party because it's not so much about guests as far as like cinema and TV. You know, if if anything, the guests are more cosplay focused. And it's a gigantic cosplay party. If you haven't been to Dragon Con, I don't really know what you're doing because it's um like very very hard to get a room there. So. Um, yeah, definitely. If you have the opportunity, take advantage of it. Um, but yeah, other good things. I would just say like the vibe and the energy was really good there, even though there were tons of people, um, it never felt unsafe. No one was creepy. Um, just all the things that could go wrong at cons didn't happen. And so props to the organizers and the attendees for just being great. Um, where, where is KatsuCon at? So KatsuCon's in the DC area. So it's, a uh, Kind of like what I just described for Dragon Con, but it's like much more anime focused. Like you can cosplay anything, but it is, you know, tends to bring more like of the cosplay people out. Um, so it's in a resort, um, equally hard to get a hotel room. Um, it's in February. So I just went to Katsukan again this year and it's really, really fun. But I mean, Dragon Con is so, like epic. <laughs> um, and then San Diego was great. And I had probably the objectively like I don't know, just like a great time there. But I think the things I did, it would be so hard for others to be able to do all of those things that um, like just the different parties and getting into certain panels. Like usually at San Diego, you have to pick one thing you want to do and like only do that the whole con. So those are the best. Um, really, there's only one worst and they deserve this title and is new york comic-con <laughs> um brian we were Thank not you. even able to meet up and no. i'm like still salty about that um i think it's this how political do i have to be no, <laughs> a no, lot of things that went else. wrong with that con but i think one of the biggest things as a cosplayer is it is and i've been there five years now yeah. um yeah we met you when we were still multi popsural this was like year two, maybe. Yeah, this is yeah. like, so I've, I know this con very well. And yeah. it is, 
by far been getting worse and worse every year and less and less safe. Um, this is this past con was honestly the least safe I ever felt as a cosplayer. Um, I think two years ago they took down the cosplay is not consent signs. And that's small. It's a sign like, you know, like, does that really make a difference? Like, clearly, <laughs> like, clearly it does make a difference. Um, just like non-consensual, like groping, like, Ryan, I need your SVU, like skills. You're like, come on now. We could use you at New York Comic Con. Um, but yeah, you just, you didn't really feel any support from the con either. And it's crazy because they use cosplayers photos to advertise and they don't even give them like a free ticket to go. Um, so yeah, like I'm like very much questioning if I'm going to go again. Cause I, was, it doesn't sound like anybody should go. No. No, honestly, no. Like I spent Saturday, like I um, had an amazing Emma Frost cosplay that I was so excited to wear and I was wearing, but um, shortly after I got into the convention, got groped like pretty bad. So I spent the day wearing a giant sweatshirt, um, wasn't able to get to go to any of the panels that I wanted to go to because I physically kept getting like stopped. So I couldn't walk to meet up um, or to go to the panels. If I'd stopped to check my phone, like I, it, I would not have been able to move. Um, so then I wasn't able to meet up with friends and we're not going to turn this into a whole rant, but New York comic-con really needs to do better. <laughs> yeah. I, and I, you know, I remember you telling me that and I, I feel so, so terrible for you because yeah. even this was, you know, my fiance's first real comic-con your experience doesn't compare anything to mine at all whatsoever. And I mean, if you're listening out there and you think that this is fucking cool to do, like go out and grow cosplayers, like stop listening to the podcast. <laughs> this podcast is not for you. Like, please stop listening. No, stop going out in fucking public. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah go, be go a check fuck. Don't, don't be an asshole. Don't be exactly. a fucking weirdo. Don't be a exactly. fucking creep. Like, yeah. And not just, just at conventions. Be a normal person. And everything. Like when you go out in public, like treat people with respect. with respect plain and simple you know yeah i know that we don't want to get on our high horse about this but at the same mm -hmm. time like i feel like if we don't say anything about it then nothing's going to get done yeah no i appreciate um the opportunity to rant about it because you yeah. know there's such a pressure yeah. on social media to just you know always be like everything's so great and yeah. it's like well you know it's we should not call that great. No, <laughs> no, no, no it's on, it's unacceptable to be 100%. honest with you for the amount of money that people spend yeah. uh, the time, the resources that they commit yeah. uh, to, to go there, they should be going above and beyond to, um, you know, ensure that people are safe. I mean, safe safety is paramount, right? Like, Let's start there, and then everything else trickles down. So yeah. I don't know. Okay, we'll, we'll get we'll get off. <laughs> we'll, we'll fuck off fuck you, there. fuck you if you're a fucking weirdo. Exactly. I'm 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 coming for you. <laughs> you watch you six months of SVU. You're That's, not getting away. <laughs> there you go. And you got an angry Puerto Rican over here. It's a dad. So yeah, he's doing uh, 25 to life. That's right. And we'd love to have you down here for Raleigh Comic Con, but we'll talk about that another time. The next couple ones we can kind of speed through a little bit you know obviously with music being the way it is it's not like back in the day when we would go to like a midnight sale for for a record release you know stuff just drops instantaneously so the next round was best album i'll be honest with you you know as much as you guys are like i haven't heard of this haven't heard of that for the exception of you know really three albums on this list drake yeah you know, drake <laughs> bad bunny 
and even um, like Tay-Tay, Taylor Swift. That was all I really knew. So, you know, coming in at, oh, uh, uh, yeah. So coming in at third, we had Taylor Swift midnights with 12.5%. Ryan's favorite, Harry Styles, came in at second. <laughs> Harry's house, 17.5. And then the number one um, with 18.5 was Bad Bunny. Un verano sin ti. So I have no complaints there. He's from Puerto Rico. Bad Bunny's taking over the I feel like that's your. I feel like that's your family voting. Uh, now, you'd think. <laughs> you'd think. But, I mean, the guy, he's on WWE. He's all over the place. My only thing with this list is, you know me, I love hip-hop. Ryan, you and I have talked about this artist many a time. Uh, I love Pusha T's album, and you're the one that actually introduced me to it. It's almost dry. I think it's one of the best hip-hop, hip-hop albums of 2022, period. So I wasn't expecting too many write-ins. This is always one category because, again, we get pumped out with so much new music on a daily basis. It's hard to even keep up when half this stuff comes out. Our like, audience doesn't really vote. our audience doesn't really listen to new music, right? Like, right. It's more old school, if anything. Like my Spotify is like 90s yeah. and early Same. 2000s hip-hop. So, you, you know, we appreciate you guys out there doing write-ins and voting because you're keeping us young. At least I come back and listen to this stuff a little bit. <laughs> um, one of our newer categories as well most underrated movie of 2022 uh number three and i've yet to watch this but i actually cannot wait to watch this the woman king 17.5 completely snubbed from the oscars Viola it's on what's it on right yeah, now it just HBO came max. it just came out yeah, hbo max came yeah. hbo max this one I don't really agree with, and I'm going to give a shout-out to my daughter as well as Jordan Brown, as much as they love A24 films. Men came in at 20%, which, you know, when I say A24 films, for the exception of very few, I feel like the name stands for Anxiety 24 because their movies give you so much anxiety. <laughs> um, whereas Everything Everywhere All at Once did not. Um, but, you know, that's just what they're known for. To me, men... I don't think should be on this list at all whatsoever as far as number two, getting 20% of the votes, but Hey, that's our fans out there. Number one, I definitely agree with, and it, I did not see it in theaters. I wait, I waited for it to come on a streaming platform, a streaming platform bullet train with such an amazing cast. And yes, it's over the top. It's bonkers. It's wonky. It's got comedy. It's got edge. Speaking of that, uh, bad bunny, he's in it. You got Brad Pitt, you got uh Quicksilver. Uh, Ty, uh, what, uh, what's his name? Saba, uh, not Tyreek Hill. Um, Tyree. Uh, uh, I, yeah, he's yeah, in the Eternals. He's in the Eternals. David Brian Tyree. That's it. That's it. And then the other one that played Quicksilver in Age of Ultron, he's a triple namer. Aaron Taylor. Aaron. Um, I'm in. I, I don't know the third name. Aaron, Aaron and Taylor are two of the yeah. names. Anyway, but to me, fun movie, great cast. It's it's definitely a popcorn flick. Like if you want to go into a movie and not have to worry about anything and not have to like break it down and dissect it and just enjoy a Netflix movie that's got action, got has some comedy, has some humor, and a pretty decent storyline. I I definitely think it's one of the more underrated movies of uh, twenty twenty two. So that's just my take on it. Ryan, what's yours? I see you. I see you over there roughing <laughs> on the beer. I'm trying to think what I, what I would even put in here. Um, underrated movies. I mean, it's been a while since we've got like a, um, what was the one that you love? That's like, it's like heat. Um, 
Oh, uh, it's got ben Gerard Thieves. Butler, like ben like Thieves. Den of Thieves, you know, where it just kind of comes out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. You know what? Yeah, I mean, I, I I need to watch Bullet Train. I need to watch Woman King. That's one that I've that I've wanted to watch because uh, obviously, you know, the acting and that I'm sure is is next level. What was the what was the second one? Um, it was sorry. Turn this. Oh, Men, the A twenty four film. I haven't seen it. Yeah, so you know, this is a category for me that nothing, nothing really surprised me last year. I thought, if anything, the 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 reverse, and we I talked about it a little before we came on. Like, mm-hmm. I would say the surprise film for me of last year was everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah. Me not really being into it as much as some people were, like. So surprising, maybe in a in a negative way. Don't at me. Um, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm not. You know, I know lots of times when I get down on a movie, people get really mad at me because they think like I'm attacking them personally. I'm not. It's fine. It's fine with me if you like the movie. Like I, I'm cool. Like I'm happy that you're happy. You know what I mean? But I would say the surprise movie for me, I'll put a little bit of a negative spin on it was everything everywhere all at once. So I'm just curious. So what was it about that movie that you didn't like? I don't know. Like I was, (laughs) I'm watching it and I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, (laughs) like them going back and forth and like when they're on the cameras and like them doing like the weird little moves or whatever. And (laughs) I guess maybe I didn't watch it enough. Like I stopped watching it when they were still in the office at the beginning with Jamie Lee Curtis, where she was like kind of hunting them down or whatever. Spoiler alert. So I don't know. Like I I looked over at Jordan. We were on there playing Jordan Brown. Shout out to Jordan. I love you, buddy. Um, He was watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and he'd never seen that. Oh, that's so like I'm watching his reaction. So maybe I wasn't like fully invested. And then he looks over at me and he goes, Ooh, you're watching that. You're going to cry. And when <laughs> anybody tells me that I'm going to cry, when I watch something like I immediately, I watch movies and television to be one of two things, excited or funny, like laugh, happy, like, I do not want to watch anything that gives me anxiety, scares me, or makes me sad, want to cry. So, yeah, anyway, I don't know. that. I mean, that's that was a, a very long-winded answer, but I think it gives you context to what was going on on that airplane. Yeah, I mean, no, I totally agree. Oh, does like, <laughs> Life is tough enough as it is. Like, I prefer my media to, you know be something positive or to hype me up or attack on Titan. Yeah. I mean, some people say it's really depressing, but I don't know. I find it exciting. I'll, I'll let you know. We all, we all <laughs> find our escapes where we can. Any write-ins, Brian? Uh, yeah. Let me scroll back up the list real quick. Give me one second. You know, I'm going to ask you that question. I know, but it, just don't ask it for every single one. I like to know what no, people honestly, write in. No, there, I have my own write in while you're looking. Yeah, it up. go ahead. I don't know if it's a, would be considered underrated, but did you see Prey? I think it just came out on Hulu. Mm. It wasn't in theaters. So that one is is to me one of my, you know, and I, to me, I, I have to we like reword this next year because I feel like undercard or wild card and underrated are kind of similar. Yeah, they are. Yeah, and they they really are. So I have to reword this next year and Saba, you can help me out with this. 
He's a presentation man. I'm just I'm not. It just tries to make it <laughs> a little bit better. So yeah, Prey was one of those to where I went in super low expectations. I mean, we've seen the Predator franchise really just start here and then just really trickle down. I mean, it was cool seeing Alien vs. Predator, but I loved it. I loved every second of it. And again, it's just one of those popcorn. So it's more of a popcorn flick to me, but it was entertaining. And I love, you know, just the fact that you see like actual Native American indigenous people, you know, acting in this movie taking place at those times as well. And it was actually a good script. It was a good story. It was scary. But the whole time I was like, if this dog dies, Oh, I know. <laughs> Once I saw the dog, I was like, if this dog somehow dies, I will never, ever give this franchise a chance again. So, spoiler alert. <laughs> I agree. I thought it was really well done. And yeah, maybe I was jumping ahead in categories because I think, it, you know, it was highly rated, but I was just mm-hmm. very surprised because it just came out on Hulu. My expectations were really right. low. I'm like, wow, this can't even get to the theaters. Like, what's going on? How bad is it going to be? And like what it's really good why is it so good yeah and i mean a lot of times too it's it's a gift and a curse with movies you know it's like this one i feel like it would it did great because it was on hulu like i don't Mm -hmm. think it would have done well in theaters like you know top gun maverick god and we'll get to that here in a little bit you know i mean tom cruise ryan and i did (laughs) countless movie premiere episodes to where (laughs) since the pandemic hit where it was like it's gonna come out this year it's going to come out 2021. <laughs> you know, we finally got it last year. That movie made for the cinema, you know, where who where Prey is, it's a good movie. I feel like I still would have enjoyed it in movie theaters, but the fact that we got to just watch it on Hulu and really enjoy it, I think it honestly, it just made it that much better. Hmm, so very, very good shout out on that. Uh, one. That's an interesting take. I think I agree. So, oh, the, the two write-ins to get back to Saba's point, uh, weird. The Al Yankovic story okay. was one of the write-ins. And don't look up. So, go ahead. It was okay. It was, it was okay. Right. It was good. Good okay. cast. Good cast. The thing. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't consider that unexpected, right? Because they have every fucking movie star in Hollywood in that movie. I don't understand how Netflix still has money with the amount of Hollywood <laughs> that they have making all these movies. I mean, Kevin Hart, Leonardo DiCaprio... I mean, going down the list, The Rock. 80 million people. They have everyone. 80 million people paying 22 fucking dollars a month through the man. (laughs) That's why they're changing the subscription model. (laughs) They're not letting you share accounts. You know, not all these are paying off. (laughs) (laughs) Even though I will say I am uh, excited for Extraction Part 2, but that's another episode for another day. So next one, worst movie of 2022. Now, a lot of you that follow us here on Zero Dark Nerdy, we're, we're not here to just trash things. And, I mean, we know that there's a lot of work that goes into movies, TV shows, albums, comics, cartoons, the whole nine yards. We get it. But every now and again, we do have to trash some stuff out there because it's just complete garbage. So, for worst movie of 2022, coming into third place, and I will say of, of the entire list, this is probably the list that I agree with the most here. Um, third place, Jurassic World Dominion, 12.5% of the votes. Nope, 27.5% of the votes. Halloween ends, 30% of the votes. So big shout out to my sister Janice out there. We went to the theaters to go see this. The first two were very enjoyable. First one, 
and we're talking about the Danny McBride trilogy here. First one's great. Second one, blood and guts and gore for days. This one just, it's almost like you just pushed a baby off a cliff. It was that, that terrible. <laughs> Sarah, your face there. It was God awful. So I definitely agree with this. Ryan, I know you're not a horror movie guy, but how do you feel about Jurassic World Dominion being down at 12.5? I actually liked it. I didn't think it was too bad. I liked sort of the, the collision of the original trilogy with the second trilogy, you know, Dr. Alan Grant, Ellie Sadler, Ian Malcolm could have done a little bit more Ian Malcolm. I mean, come on, Jeff Goldblum, who doesn't love fucking Jeff Goldblum. I didn't think he had enough time in the movie. I like some of the new characters that they, but like, dude, you know, at some point, these fucking sick maniacs are going to stop, like, generating hybrid fucking dinosaurs <laughs> right. in laboratories. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, I don't know. It, it was fine. It it wasn't great. It wasn't fucking terrible. I mean, I went to the theater and saw it. And I tell you what, I'm not going to see fucking Fast 10 in the theater. Shout out to Tim Howell. I know <laughs> that this is our, you know, Thor Love and Thunder was our clash of 22 Fast and the Furious 10 is going to be our clash of 23. But uh, anyway, yeah, I, I thought it was fine. Look, I don't watch, um, you know, Jordan Peele movies because they get anxiety again. I don't I got enough anxiety in my life and I have never seen I don't watch scary movies. So I'm going to say that people are probably right. Like they're dog shit because who wants to be fucking scared? <laughs> yeah, I agree. I don't watch scary movies. I haven't seen any of these. Um, so I'm going to trust the voters. Okay. All right. I like it. We'll keep them moving. All right. Now we're going to go to best popcorn flick of 2022. This one is probably one that I disagree with the most out of our whole entire list. And I'm going to go ahead and tell you why, because I'm going to name off three, two, and one. So number three, Black Adam, 12.5% of the votes. Not, not a bad film, not a terrible film. You know, but compared to what's out there, and you know, I just want to. This will be the one category I want to run down the list. All right, the Batman, Top Gun, Maverick, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, The Gray Man, Doctor Strange, in the Multiverse of Madness, Black Adam, Thor: Love and Thunder, Uncharted, Prey, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. So, I mean, we got we got some some monsters on here that that came out last year, and I'll go ahead and say right now to me. For the exception of the number two film on here, Top Gun Maverick, 22.5. The Batman is honestly probably my favorite, like, comic book adaptation movie of last year. No oh, I'm so happy. I thought you were going to trash it, and I was, like, all getting oh, ready no. to fight because, like, Robert Pattinson, like, don't no. you dare say anything no. bad finally, about him or that movie. Here's where they finally got things right. They finally <laughs> made him and did a movie about him being a detective which he's always been one of the world's greatest detectives. Then you got Colin Farrell playing a magnificent, or yeah, Penguin. Paul Dano. Paul, Paul Dano is, is the Riddler. Awesome. And then on top of that, you throw in, honestly, one of the best shot and cinematography-wise car chase scenes I've ever seen in my entire life. The movie was a, it's a fucking home run. I hate to say it. And it's on HBO Max right it now. It was a little yeah. long. It was a little long. It's to me, it was great. Well, I say it's the best Batman movie of all time. No. And again, another conversation for another day, but that's my popcorn flick. How much and of then, the vote did Batman get? 
It got so it was pretty much fourth place. So number two, okay. Top Gun Maverick, twenty two point five. I I definitely agree with Sable. You and I went to the theaters to see it. I mean, oh, yeah. I'm really glad that Tom Cruise held out and didn't yeah. go streaming. I mean, you need to go see this movie in the theaters. My this is my most unfortunate number one of the entire list right here, and it's stunning how many people love Doctor Strange in the ball. I thought it was. I thought it was good. I mean, thirty-seven point five, which is actually one of the highest scores of any of these rounds that we got. I thought it was okay. It's not, not number one. Seven. What was number three? That's number one. Number three no. was Black Adam. Yeah, I well number two was Top Gun. I just threw in Batman there because Batman to me should have at least been number three. Top Gun, it was Top Gun. Like it was Top Gun. I mean that it's been a while since there's been sort of a non superhero action movie that um, was able to sort of captivate me in the way that that was. So uh, yeah, it was it was Top Gun. And I mean, you felt like you were there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, the football scene. You know? What are your thoughts on the popcorn? For the category, you know, best popcorn flick. So yeah. maybe not objectively the best, you know, movie, yeah. but the best yeah. popcorn flick. This is not the Oscar. Obviously Top Gun. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, everyone who voted for Doctor Strange, but you're wrong. It's Top Gun. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I thought Thor could have been higher. Like, I know it wasn't everyone's favorite movie, but it was a super fun movie to watch. And I think it, you know, could be a little bit higher up on this list. That's the one that was my disappointment. <laughs> I, I fucking, <laughs> I, I, I almost want to get him started on that. I, yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm, I, it's cool. Like, I, there's a lot of people out there that like it. I would say that was probably the most, um, like, divisive, like, um, um, and votes. You know what I mean? Like, that was one of those movies that you either loved it or you fucking hate it. There's nobody on Twitter that's like, hey, you know, it was all right. You know, like, I'm in the middle. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. It wasn't like the best Marvel movie ever made, but it was very entertaining. And maybe I'm taking it too literal, but I like, I definitely remember eating an entire tub of like extra buttery popcorn. I love, I love watching the movie, watching, you know, all these rip superheroes. I just enjoyed my popcorn. And so that's why I think it should be higher. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So I'm really glad you brought up the bear because this is going to bring us to wild card show of 2022. So that's what I meant to say before is like, Mm. I think before we were doing, I just did the whole thing on the bear. Well, we did underrated movies, but then wild card, and it should have specified really wild card show of 2022. And this one, I definitely agree with. The Bear, I was late to the game, binged through it. And this isn't even a complaint. I'm from the service industry. Watching The Bear, when you have waited tables, or especially if you've worked in a kitchen and gotten your ass kicked for a majority of the shifts, it's like PTSD for eight episodes because you're just seeing this dude tackle everything under the sun, trying to keep this restaurant alive. And he did so like such an amazing job doing it. So the bear actually was our highest graded for any, any category, 55%. Number two, the the watcher with our boy, Bobby Cannavale with 15%. And then Wednesday with 12.5. 
So any feedback, Sarah? Any any uh, hmm. takes well, on that? Well, I who's, haven't who's seen the bear. On, who's this but... on the screen here? For all oh, this fans is out there. Um, my clingy little dog Kuma. Um, she, I don't. Know, she has this weird thing when she hears me like in a meeting <laughs> or talking on the mic. She wants to be on camera. Um, so yeah, we're fine with it. This will be great yeah. for the video episode. Hi, Kuma. And it's it's more annoying if I don't have her on my lap. She'll just like. <laughs> walk back and forth around me so yeah this is Kuma um she's a little Shiba Inu but yeah back to the show so I haven't seen the bear but it is at the top of my list it's number one now after hearing um just all the great feedback from you guys and from everyone who uh, voted um so definitely have to watch that um Wednesday it was fine I like I don't know it was just fine I guess I agree with the ranking um I mentioned this before, and it's not the best show ever, but this is wild card, something that you would not really expect, but it's entertaining. Um, and I want to recommend again is the new season of Beavis and Butthead on Paramount. Mm. Um, so I was never actually a huge fan back in the day. Um, like I knew of it, but um, I think it was like a little too young and we didn't have MTV at the time. So it wasn't like a mega fan, but it went to the panel and it, like the clips are super funny. And something new that they've done for this year, 2022 is, um, you know, in the old Beavis and Butthead, they would show music videos and they would, um, Beavis and Butthead would commentate on them. So this, or what they do now is they still have music videos in there. I don't want to spoil anything too much. Not that I think anyone cares about Beavis and Butthead spoilers. Um, but in one of the episodes, they have a K-pop video that they're doing. I feel like you told us this when you came on last time. I'm having a, I'm having a weird, I'm having a weird sense of deja vu right yeah. now sure so that, talked about you know that's awesome yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. left a big impression but like i actually went and watched the show exactly after the panel and uh, it's you know was still just as it was what you were hoping it would be yeah yeah, yeah. And the, the other part for the people who didn't hear that episode you should go back and listen to it um but Beavis and Butthead now will have like clips from like YouTube videos and like TikToks and content creators. And like they get permission from them, clearly. That's and awesome. They, um, Beavis and Butthead will commentate on people's YouTube and TikTok videos. And if you've not seen it yet, you're missing out. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, to that aspect of it because growing <laughs> up, it was just music videos. So mm -hmm. now seeing them comment on half the trash that we see <laughs> on a daily basis and literally they're just speaking for us for the, for the most part. Yeah. It's, it's great. Brian, right. Brian, one other thing on the yep. bear, what I would say is, you know, you kind of talked about how it gives you anxiety because mm -hmm. you were in the service industry or whatever. I had never worked in the service industry, so it wasn't nearly as traumatizing for me. The one <laughs> thing that I have actually taken away from it is this whole like, yes, chef, addressing everybody's chef because it's a sign of respect. The problem is what I would tell everybody out there is just sort of a recommendation. Don't try to bring it into your house because I was in the kitchen cooking last week or maybe two weeks ago and Courtney was in the living room and I'm like, do you hear me? Cause I was talking to her about like, I'm like, dinner will be ready in five minutes. I'm like, and she didn't respond. So I said, did you hear me? And she's like, yes. And I said, yes, chef. And she's like, don't fucking start with me. 
And I'm like, it's a sign of respect. She's like, I'm not fucking calling you, chef. Shut the fuck up. So I would just tell everybody that enjoy it on the television show, but do not try to bring it home. So uh, husbands out there, do not try to bring that home. That's correct. What he's trying to say. All right. I'm getting ready to wrap things up here. Video game of 2022. Just rounding out the list of video games of 2022. This one was like a little bit of a surprise for me. Uh, Number three was Stray on PlayStation 5, where you play as a stray cat, trying to kind of like navigate your way through the world. Number two was your pick, uh, Horizon Forbidden West, with 22.5% of the votes. Number one, not really a surprise. A lot of people were all over Mm -hmm. it. It was all over social media and everywhere last year. Elden Ring. 27.5% 27.5% of the votes for video game of 2022. Saba, any uh, feedback on, on the games from last year? Yeah, like Sarah, you know, I, I'm with you. So I, I bought a PS5 in October. It's still sitting in the box upstairs. Um, I play FIFA on my, I fuck, well, let me, let me rephrase that. <laughs> I fucking destroy people in FIFA regularly. So that's the game that I'm kind of on. I got my FIFA. Dude, I, you, I fucking smoke you. I'm blacked out drunk. This dude comes <laughs> over and I just fucking. Yeah. Anyway. So I the, <laughs> no, you shouldn't. You always do. Um, but I, I do have a list of games that I want to play once I get my once I get my PlayStation out. I do want to play Horizon. I do want to play, um, you know, came with God of War. I haven't played that yet. I'm surprised that wasn't on there or didn't get more votes. Uh, I'm excited to hear that there's a new Final Fantasy. I've been playing Final Fantasy since Super Nintendo, maybe. Uh, I've been playing yeah. Final Fantasies yeah. forever. I mean, I really got into it when, you know, the, when the original PlayStation came out. But, um, you know, I love I've played them all. So I'm excited there's 16 coming out. I'm excited they're remaking some of the old ones. Uh, yeah, so eventually, you know, I'll get into it. Um, but the Horizon games, uh, Jordan's played some games. I used to watch him stream. There's any- Returnal. Returnal is the one that Jordan used to play that I'm looking forward to playing. So anyway, there's a whole, there's, I got a, similar to my list of TV shows that I want to watch. I got a list of video games that I want to play, but I just need to take my PlayStation out of the box and stop playing my Xbox 360. So. <laughs> yeah. I realized I gave my review before you even could give the ranking of the games. Oh, I'm sorry I for that. that, but I do want to say if number three was a game about a stray cat that you play. Um, I think Ryan and I are probably right in our judgments, and yeah. it's probably just better to play the games we like right now. Find the one <laughs> you like. Maybe nothing that came out last year. Once I saw Doctor Strange get thirty-seven point five percent of the votes, I was like, "What is going on here?" God, you're so fucking angry. I'm not. I'm not that angry. So, like, still, he comes out of Doctor Strange. He's like, "Man, fuck, I'm fuck. I'm so done with this fucking multiverse." <laughs> I, and I'm like, I, "Dude, I, it literally, it literally just started. Like, fucking relax." <laughs> All right, last. But definitely not least, this was the newest category that we added. Uh, Most anticipated film of this year, 2023. So this one, we actually had a three-way tie for second place. And I agree with this whole list across the board, to be honest with you. So our three-way tie for second, we got the Super Mario Brothers movie. The trailers have looked awesome. I already predict this is going to be one of the highest grossing animated films of all time. 
Ant-Man and the Wasp, which we just saw. Yeah. You know, of course, we voted on this before the movie came out. And then Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3, all bringing in each 18.75% of the votes. The number one most anticipated film. And Ryan, you were there. Jordan, I think Jadon, too, when we saw the first one. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, Part 1. Coming out around Christmas, 31.25% of the votes. So if anything, I would I would say to me it's definitely a tie between Guardians 3 and Spider-Man. If I had to pick one gun to my head, I would say Guardians 3 over Spider-Man because I'm already so committed. And I fell in love with these characters since the first one, thanks to James Gunn. So, I mean, there's not much differential on my side of this list. I I want, you know, if we've already seen one, the other three are yet to come out. So that's just kind of my expectations on this. Sarah, what were your thoughts at as far as most anticipated on this list? Um, Well, I can tell you what I think. I'm going to make a prediction um, for next year. Because some of these movies have already come out. Um, I think people will probably vote that they will like Spider-Man the best because it's just it's Spider-Man. People will like that the best. But I do the best movie objectively of the year will be or has been will be Creed three because I just saw it and it really, really, really surprised me. Just like I my expectations were, you you know, at the ground and I love Rocky, but I'm like, whatever, I'm going to. I'm just here for the popcorn. It's not surprising that you say that because they said they, you know, they said that, (laughs) um, you know, Michael B. Jordan was heavily inspired by anime, specifically Dragon Ball Z with this film. And apparently one of the reviews that I read is like, you can kind of tell when you're watching it. I haven't seen it, but I will tell you this too. So, Apparently, it's been so successful and the reviews have been so positive that they're going to give um, Creed its own universe that Michael B. Jordan is going to kind of oversee. Yay. And they're talking about doing an actual anime. What? I just saw that. I just saw that, that two days ago. So, so it's not it, it's it's not surprising that you liked it so much. Because of some of the things that I've been reading over the last couple of weeks, I gotta go see it. I gotta yeah, go. I gotta I go to some go some bullshit yeah. bullshit wedding this weekend. Otherwise, I go see it. <laughs> I'll be I'll be there next weekend. Keep me honest though. Next right year, I love you, buddy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know. I'm so happy oh, no, for you. Me, Congratulations, see, especially now from what Sarah said because I've already heard good things, and now we have like. Uh, a friend that's like I've seen it and it's awesome. So no, that's good. Saba, what's what's your take on uh, most anticipated? I know I know you're dying to see Guardians. Is that your number one? Yeah, no. I mean, my look when we did this a couple weeks back, talked about it. I talked about Ant Man being my number one. So you know, look, I, I liked it. It was fine. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing Creed. I'm really forward to seeing guardian i'm really looking forward to seeing spider-man what else what else was tied super mario i want to talk about that i know you've talked about this a lot and i've kind of been on the same page with you you know that i i think it's going to be big yeah i was in target friday night dude they got a whole fucking section of toys it's massive for for this fucking movie like and they 
it, it's, it's definitely, they're definitely going to do like a super Mario university. I can see it coming. So I, I was on board with you a little bit, but now I don't know what the impact, why target impacted me so much, but it definitely did. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I look, I look forward to all these movies. You know what I mean? Like I, I still enjoy the the experience of going to the movies, eating a tub of popcorn. Um, you know, some of them are good. Some of them are great. Some of them are terrible, but uh, you know, I'm going to see all the movies on that list and uh, you know, some will be home runs and some won't. So I would say probably right now I got to pick one. I'm going to go. Sarah really just fucking sold me on Creed. <laughs> so I'm going to say Creed and, I'm, and I might go see that shit on Thursday night. So we'll see. Hey. Wow. I, I really hope you're not disappointed. I don't think it's possible. It won't be because I, I really like the franchise. So I'm a big Michael B. Jordan fan. I'm a huge fucking Jonathan Majors fan. So, you know, I mean, it just, it, it's in my wheelhouse. Oh, you're going to love free it. Thursday night. So if you go Thursday, you let me know. We're going to text you right after Sarah and be like, yeah, I was like, I don't want to text after this. I want to know your favorite scenes. Um, I want to know all your thoughts. Exactly. So any, uh, any last thoughts, Sarah, where can the fans find you, whether they're recurring or just tuning in, where can they find you at for all your cosplay news and notes and where you're going to be attending? Uh, like what are your next conventions that you're going to, by the way? Well, um, the easiest place to find me is on Instagram and I am Sarah is loading. And what is my next convention? Um, probably a smaller one, like a uh, fan expo, Philadelphia. That's in June. Um, I'm definitely doing Dragon Con in August. So if you're in Atlanta, come say hi. And what, oh, I'm doing Anime Expo for the first time in July in LA. So really excited for those. So if you see me there, please say hi. I'm any, sorry. Any uh, shout outs? Anything else you want to just you hey, just a shout out to you, buddy. I fucking love <laughs> you, man. I'm so happy for you and Ashley. Brian, for everybody that doesn't know, this is going to come out probably afterwards, but Brian and Ashley are getting married. Everybody's uh, really excited for it. It's, it's been a it's been a really awesome lead up to it. But uh, love you, man. And uh, I'm looking forward to a good weekend with with your family you know we all love your family uh you know um ashley's family got to meet her dad and her mom when we went out for her birthday uh you know all the friends everything it's gonna be a great weekend i'm really i'm really excited so i just want to tell you man congratulations and i fucking love you thank you congratulations Thank you all so much, Sarah. You've been fantastic. Like I say, you've been, you've been with us, you know, since the beginning, and uh, we just love having you on. So hopefully we'll get to connect at a Comic-Con here soon. Hopefully we can yeah. get down to Raleigh Con. I don't see why you can't get your own booth and table there. I'm going to talk to him and be like, hey, I would love to. <laughs> so, I mean, um, I am from Roanoke. I've been to, you know, yeah. North I know North Carolina very well. Um, yeah, I know it could be a good fit. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you've always been great. Ryan, thank you so much, brother. I love you so much. And Literally to all our fans out there, because as, as this episode is going to air, we are literally going to it's going to air right around the same time where we recorded our first episode five years ago, which is, you know, oh. crazy. You know what I mean? Six season six coming out. You're five. It's been a long journey. It's been a fun journey. It's been up and down like like any journey is. But, uh, you know, I have uh, uh, amazing friends like y'all family, the, the whole nine yards. This is what we do to have fun. And as long as we're, you know. The people out there listening and watching, as long as you guys are having a good time with us, this is what we're doing it for. 
you know, fame and fortune, maybe, <laughs> but at the end of the day, uh, you know, this is our, a lot of people like they have their nine to five. This is my five to nine and uh, I couldn't have it any other way. So on behalf of everyone with zero dark nerdy, you know, continue listening. Thank you so much for an amazing five years. We're looking forward to another God knows how many years in front of us. So Sarah, we'll see you soon. Ryan, thank you as always. Bye. Thanks again for having me. (laughs) Peace. Awesome. Victory. And anger management? Fuck anger management. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.